Hey, and welcome to All Things Renovation with Brandy the Boss Lady and Paul the Wood Magician. We're a fun-loving couple who eat, breathe, and live all things renovation, and we'll be your hosts on this podcast. We created the podcast to help you take a confident role in your renovation dreams and get your project done right, on time, on budget, and with quality craftsmanship. Welcome to today's show. Today we're talking with Glenn Dodd, who is the president and senior advisor at the uh, Dodd Financial Group. Glenn began his career in 1980 in Regina, Saskatchewan as an insurance agent. In 1982, he entered management and trained insurance agents to complete a comprehensive financial plan uh, for their clients. Uh, And he built the largest agency in Canada for his company in Winnipeg. And then in 1990, Glenn's company was bought and he received a severance package, which allowed he and his wife, Karen, to move to Vancouver, where Glenn started his own financial planning practice. And Glenn's practice is focused on developing comprehensive financial plans for all of his clients. He feels it is very important to take the necessary time to understand each client's current situation, their goals, objectives and risk tolerance. So when the process is complete, Glenn's clients have a clear roadmap outlining the strategies and steps they should take to move forward and achieve their financial objectives. So welcome to the All Things Renovation show, Glenn, and thank you for joining me. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So you have, clearly, you have deep, deep experience with helping people achieve their financial goals. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that one of many people's financial objectives is to either buy a house and then at some point to... Uh, make it their own by renovating it. Now, I talk to people about planning the renovations and how important it is to actually get all of the groundwork done prior to diving into that renovation. But they need to have the funds to be able to to actually carry out that renovation. And they say a dream without a plan is just a wish. And I can say without a shred of doubt that without having you as our financial planner helping us, we would not be anywhere near as confident in our financial future as we are at the moment. So when clients come to you with dreams of renovation, what are some of the things that you suggest or advise um, to help them with that that financial picture? And really where should the conversation start? I know that we did a a comprehensive um, plan with you and we talked about a lot of different goals and all that kind of thing. So I have a feeling that's where the conversation starts, doesn't it? It is indeed. So uh, our firm is primarily thought of as a financial planning firm, although we're managing over $100 million of our uh, client money today. um, Every single client that comes into our practice uh, has to go through a comprehensive financial planning process with our firm. And there's a good reason for that. The reason is that we want to clearly understand the goals and objectives that the client has. We want to understand the cash flow, the amount of money that's coming into the household every month, the expenses that are going out, and what the discretionary income is that is available to help them reach their goals. Other things that we want to learn from the financial plan uh, would be such things as unused RRSP and tax-free savings account uh, contribution room. And of course, we want to know what the risk tolerance is Uh, as investors, when we put all that together and we have a good snapshot of where the client is now and what it is that they want to achieve, our financial planning software will then uh, create 
audit sheets, which will look at their assets and liabilities and cash flow on an annual basis. And so, for instance, if uh, their goal is to do a renovation in five years down the road, and they don't clearly have enough money set aside currently to be able to do those renovations, then we will look using our financial planning software at what needs to be done to take them from where they are today to where they need to be. If they have enough discretionary cash flow that it's a simple matter of allocating more money on a, on a monthly basis to their saving and investment program, whether it be RSPs or TFSAs, we'll make that recommendation. If they're high income earners and they have unused RSP contribution room, uh, there is often a good opportunity to create significant refunds for them by directing some of their disposable income into RSPs each year so that it creates these refunds which can then be put into their tax-free savings account for the renovations to come. More aggressive strategies that we have used quite often uh, would be leveraging strategies where they would use another financial institution's money to be able to uh, significantly increase the amount of profit that is generated each and every year towards creating that renovation fund. And uh, those are- uh, I'm just gonna jump in there. I love that because we're using somebody else's money to make more money. And yes, it's costing us a little bit in interest probably, but we're not actually having to come up with the capital in order to do that. So I, I love that strategy. It is, and the interest on leverage programs are also tax deductible for the client because it's a it's a it's an expense, uh, interest and carrying charges expense, uh, which they can deduct off their uh, personal income each year against the profits that are being created. Um, it is a strategy that uh, uh, is more risky than just saving money month in and month out. So I think your clients have to be sure that if they go into a leveraged investment strategy, they're working with a firm that is well-versed in managing a leveraged strategy uh, because uh, you're using someone else's money. And we have to make sure that that money is making you money over and above the interest expenses. Oh, yeah, otherwise there's, no, otherwise there's no point, right? <laughs> otherwise there's no point. Uh, but we've used that strategy with many, many clients over the years to achieve exactly what you're talking about. And in this interest rate environment that we're in right now, interest rates have been driven down to historically low levels. Um, I, I often am fond of sharing with uh, uh, some of our uh, clients that uh, when I bought my first home in the 1980s, interest rates were 19%. That was the interest on my first mortgage. It's like, buying, it's like buying a house on your credit card. Like that's just... It, it was it was insane. And I remember sitting on my father's uh, porch with him, and he was telling me that he had a mortgage at 6%, uh, guaranteed for the life of his mortgage. Um, and this was back in 1980. And, uh, and I remember thinking to myself, boy, would I love to see a mortgage at 6%. But mortgages today are generally under 2%. And, and so money is incredibly cheap and an effective leverage strategy is a very, very smart way to build up that money needed to finance 
a renovation over a period of time, like five or 10 years, whatever it happens to be. And, uh, and so we've done that very successfully. And what we do with these audit sheets that I talked about early uh, is uh, if a client engages in a leverage strategy with our firm, we will put all the details of that leverage strategy into the, into the software. It'll show us um, based on historical average returns, what is likely to be generated in profits year in and year out, what the interest costs are likely to be, and when that leverage account is eventually paid out when it's not needed anymore, then that's a time uh, when we can uh, show on the audit sheets the leverage account being eliminated. And at the end of the day, what we want to see at the very top of these audit sheets is the uh, amount of investment capital that the client has growing each and every year. And uh, that includes taking the money out that's required for um, a leverage investing. But again, coming back to the last point that I made uh, regarding the environment that we're in now, uh, interest rates are at historically low levels. If one of your clients already own a home where they've had significant appreciation in the value of their home, uh, to me, the leveraging strategy would involve increasing the mortgage at the current mortgage rates that are available and then paying that mortgage over time uh, but using that capital right now to achieve the renovations that they want to do. Right. And, it, and if they were to, uh, say, not want to use the money right away, they could potentially invest it. And then when, say, like they're waiting for permits or they're still going through their planning for the renovation and all that kind of thing, while the money is sitting there waiting for the project to start, it can also be starting to make a few bucks and help that, that process along as well, right? So you, we, can, we can put something into a, a short-term uh, product that has no penalty for taking the money out in a, a relatively correct. short period of time, right? That is correct. And, you know, one of the other things that I'm often amazed by is um, so many people that walk through our door, uh, they have RRSPs, most people do, uh, but... Uh, a fewer number have tax-free savings accounts. And what I've realized over the years is that a lot of people think a tax-free savings account is what you would think of as a savings account in a bank that's earning next to nothing in interest. But tax-free savings accounts can be, in, be invested in any kind of investment vehicle, the same kind of investment vehicle that their RRSPs would be invested in, earning the same kind of returns, except that they're growing tax-free. And again, uh, those tax-free uh, savings accounts, um, if um, you have the money uh, from redoing your mortgage, as an example, uh, you put the maximum that you can into a tax-free savings account, and you don't require the money immediately because the renovations are going to be done over a period of time. While the money is sitting in that tax-free savings account, it's earning a good rate of return. Which is a which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> it is a beautiful thing. A beautiful thing. It really is. And um, you know, we're working uh, we're working with a client right now that uh, came to us uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, he um, he had paid for his home, 
And uh, we discovered in doing the comprehensive financial plan that he had significant unused RSB contribution room, um, and which provided a fabulous opportunity for him uh, to be able to use up that unused RSP contribution room as he's getting closer to his retirement date. And they didn't want to do a renovation. What they wanted to do was they wanted to buy a vacation property in the interior. And uh, as a result of doing that, our recommendation was uh, that he, uh, in his case, take out a $500,000 mortgage against his home that was completely paid off because the money was so cheap. Uh, he has been so impressed with the job that our firm has done for him for the last uh, uh, five years and the fact that in the last year we saw interest rates go down to near zero, uh, that he came to us this spring, uh, right now actually, and he said, uh, I'm applying for an additional 500000 because I don't need that money for anything right now. All I want to do is take advantage of uh, getting this money invested in the market. And, uh, and then um, we'll just keep this money invested for the next five years, earn as much as we can, and then we'll pay it off five years down the road. And uh, so that's the plan we're putting in place for them. Yeah, no, that seems like a, a lovely plan if you've got that much equity in your home, of course. Um, well, it, it was just an example of a yeah. case that came up just a couple of years ago. And, uh, and um, you know, it's just, I think people in this part of the world in the Vancouver Lower Mainland, we have real estate has always been a good investment, and we have uh, seen real estate values increase dramatically over the years, and it is often an unused vehicle that is available to help people achieve their financial goals, and yeah. with money being so cheap, I think it's a very smart way to move forward. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, between um, tax-free savings accounts, which you can allocate a certain number of dollars every year up to a cap of whatever that cap is right now for a lifetime amount. 75500 each. Okay, see, there you go. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, your RSPs, if you contribute to that, and then you get your tax refund on it, that can then be put into an investment vehicle. And then on top of that, you can do uh, your leveraged accounts. And then on top of that, you can use equity that's in your home if you happen to own one to begin with. And those, all of those things combined, I feel, would be, you know, if you had a, a longer range renovation plan where you, you already knew that in X number of years or you're willing to be patient and wait for two or three years, mm -hmm. the, that the bulk of that money really could make enough money to fund a good portion of your renovation. And Absolutely. I know, I know that um, many people um, are feeling like they can barely afford even to buy something, let alone buy it and renovate it. Um, and I know when we first started working with you that it, our financial life was not ideal at all. And I really felt like, oh my goodness, we're wasting this guy's time because we don't have a lot of money just sitting around waiting to invest. And I think the, the moral of the story for me that I share a lot with people is it never hurts to have a conversation with somebody, a financial planner, such as yourself, when you're looking at 
you know, trying to set yourself up financially and you have some dreams or goals, or maybe you're not happy with the firm that you're with, um, it always pays to have another conversation with somebody because you just never know what you can actually achieve without actually asking those questions. And um, was there any other sort of thoughts or things that you had around people or scenarios trying to fund their renovations that we haven't talked about yet? Uh, no, you know, to me, it, it, it really boils down to the audit sheet. So I want to make sure that uh, someone is not extending themselves too far. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if anything should be done, it should be done within their comfort zone. Uh, but, it, you know, it's pretty clear that uh, we're in a world that very few of us thought that we'd ever be in with interest rates this low. And there's another uh, another point that I, I would make on that in, in that in the last year, we've gone through a pandemic. And during the beginning of this pandemic, governments around the world shut down their economies. And they had to do this to take control of this pandemic. But it has created a unique opportunity from an investment perspective. Right now, most of the developed world are going through what's called a rapid vaccination program, where they're rolling out these vaccines. In the second half of 2021, we're expected to see what we refer to as a rapid reopen of the economies globally as these vaccines are administered and, and people start getting hired back into the workforce and manufacturing picks up. What that means in general terms is we think that we're going to have a pretty strong year in equities in 2021 because of this rapid reopening that is gonna take place largely in the second half of this year. If someone is considering looking at a strategy like increasing the mortgage on their home or establishing leverage investment programs using another financial institution's money, uh, I think that this is a great opportunity in terms of where we're sitting today to take advantage of it. Wow, fantastic. All, all of those strategies are fantastic. Um, so thanks for coming on the show today. It's been great to chat with you about all of those things and you've given us some really great nuggets and food for thought around these different things. Now, before we close out the show, um, I did want to just ask you, what's the best way to connect with you or if people who are listening, maybe they might want to reach out and have a, a conversation. What's the best way for them to do that? So they can, uh, they can reach us through our website at Dog Financial Group, or they can reach me directly uh, using my direct line, which is 604-992-6638. Fantastic. Or Glenn at dogfinancialgroup.com. Fantastic. Okay, so I'll put all of that in the show notes so that people don't have to like madly scribble it down if they're listening or running or whatever. Um, and uh, now to the these couple of fun little questions I like to ask sort of at the end. First, the first one is, what would you like to change or renovate most in your own home? Uh, so uh, my wife wants to uh, replace our kitchen cabinetry that we have. Um, that's what she'd like to do. Um, in our home, we live in beautiful Lions Bay, British Columbia. We've got a gorgeous view of how sound from our home. Uh, but we have a, a carport rather than a garage. And if I had my druthers, I'd rather build a garage. 
<laughs> so, well, uh, I'll let, let you guys figure that one out for yourself. Karen <laughs> and I will figure that out uh, moving forward. Or do both. You could do both. Or we'll do both. I think now, a chance we'll end up doing both. Uh, the second question that I had was, are you handy? And if so, what's your favorite tool? And if you're not so handy, what tool do you think would be the most fun to use? Tool. Uh, so Karen, my wife would say, I'm very good at what I do, but I'm not a very good tradesperson. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if there was a, a tool that I love using, uh, it would be uh, gar gardening equipment. Uh, we both of us spend a lot of time in our gardens and our home, and it gives me a great sense of joy. And uh, so just using a, a spade to be able to work with the soil in our gardens to me is uh, um, gives me great comfort and joy. Oh, that's fantastic. Again, it's been great having you on the show. And for those people listening, I hope that you find uh, that there's some valuable insight and things to consider when looking to fund your next renovation. And um, that will leave it there for today. Thank you. Ciao for now. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today and learning about all things renovation. We hope after listening, you feel even more empowered to take a confident role in your renovation dreams. You can find all additional episodes and resources for All Things Renovation at our website, allthingsrenovation.com. And if you're ready to make your house feel more like home, you can contact us at woodbeart.com to get started on your dream project now.